Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. Okay, so we're going to keep plowing through these five parts of your better phone life balance journey. And in this episode, I'm going to get ruthless, okay? Because right now, we are going to go through your digital life, your phone habits, and we're going to make some big cuts. I have an acronym for it called LLC, and it's designed to slash what you're doing in your phone. Whatever you're doing in your phone that is not taking you closer to the life you truly want. And then I'm going to uncover this three-step phone cleanse. You know, like you do a juice cleanse for a day or two. And then, I mean, really I do it for like one day. Like some people do it for three days. That's really intense. I'll maybe do it for two days, breakfast, lunch, and I'll have a salad for dinner. I'm not as hardcore as some of you guys. But anyway, at the end of that cleanse, however you do it, don't you feel so free and light and ready to start back at square one and start with healthy habits? That's what we're going to be doing on your phone in this episode. I'm going to walk you through your own three-step phone cleanse. It's like a digital clutter clean out. So many benefits to your peace of mind. And the best part is you can do this cleanse right as you sit with me on this episode. So something to think about if you feel stuck or constantly scattered or that your attention is, is fragmented is this. What are you doing on your phone? Like, what are you actually doing, okay? Do you wake up and look at your phone and like squint your eyes at the glowing screen as you take a pee in the dark? Do you find yourself waiting for your kids or bored watching TV and automatically those fingers reach for the phone to tap and scroll? It's like an obsession, right? It's no wonder we're so addicted. Did you know that every time you get a new phone notification, it gives you a mini high that is similar to your brain on cocaine? Did you hear that? A new phone notification gives you a mini high similar to the way your brain reacts to cocaine. It's like a hit. It's a hit of dopamine in the brain that releases feel-good chemicals into your body. No wonder we're so addicted to it. It feels good. I got a kick out of this. There are a few named conditions related to phone use. You guys are going to love this. Nomophobia. Nomophobia is the fear of going without your phone. That's funny. Nomophobia. Textophrenia. Textophrenia. It's not like text your friend. (laughs) Textophrenia is the fear you can't receive or send texts. Phantom vibrations. I spoke about this in the first episode of this Stop the Scroll series. This is a thing, guys. 
It's a condition. Phantom vibrations is that feeling that your phone is alerting you when it really isn't. I totally have that myself. So these may not all be you, but I got to ask the question, what does your digital life look like right now? Remember I was talking about earlier in this series about those nine years of your life? Nine years of your life that the average American spends on their phone, five or six hours a day, over the span of the average person's life in America, that adds up to nine years on your phone. So what are you doing with those nine years? I'm not just talking about social media. You might say, well, I don't post on social media. Yeah, but how often are you scrolling? I know, I know some of you guys are lurkers. Like you don't ever post, but you don't miss any of my posts. So you don't miss any of certain people's posts, right? You're still there putting the energy into scrolling, even if you're not posting. How often are you checking texts, emails, checking the weather, your calendar? Are you plugged in all the time? As I mentioned earlier in this series, I struggle with this myself. I'm a life coach and something that I offer clients that's really unique is access to me in between sessions. That's really important to our workflow. We talk on Voxer, which is an app where you can leave really long voicemails for each other. So I'm coaching you through even when we're not in session together. So what am I giving up if I put my phone down certain points in the day? I'm not giving up very much personally so that I can engage authentically in my actual life. Does that make sense? So it's so important for me personally to have boundaries with my phone use and I'm very firm and very committed to those boundaries, which I shared in the first episode of this Stop the Scroll series. If you wanna scroll back, I'm not repeating anything I've been through earlier in the series. I invite you to listen to the first two episodes uh, in this series, we're just going to keep plowing through into this phone life balance journey. So step four in that balance search, the search for the balance, the search for phone life balance is this. Guard your inputs. Are you going to tell me that what you consume during those six hours a day will not impact your life? That's a full quarter of your day, not including the time you sleep. Guard your inputs because I don't care how confident you are. I don't care how self-assured you are. I don't care how independent you are. We are all impacted by what we allow into those inputs in our life. That is part of the human experience. And if you're scrolling all day, you're human. You're comparing. And even if you aren't comparing, you are creating a standard of measurement that is influencing how you view your own life. Did you hear that? Even if you're not comparing on social media, you're creating a standard of measurement that is influencing how you view your own life. So guard your inputs. And I'm gonna get to bullet points of how to do that just around the corner here. Step five in this digital reset, this phone life balance that we all want. I love this step, it's gonna get real ruthlessly edit your notifications. Yep, this is huge because we're talking about guarding what gets into your brain. Guard it tightly. I want you to take inventory of your digital life, okay? Your social media apps, your other apps, who you follow, who you have access to. Because we are talking about guarding what gets into your brain. That is serious business. Guard it tightly. You are the gatekeeper 
to your own thought life. So what I want to do right now is an exercise that you can do as you're listening. I want you to wrap your brain around what it means to take inventory of your digital life. Okay, I'm talking about your social media apps, your other apps, who you follow, who has access to you on text, on email. I'm gonna break it down right now into an acronym I like to call LLC to make it really easy to remember, okay? LLC. L, look at the apps in your phone. Three easy steps. Look at the apps in your phone. Second L, list the inputs and notifications and scrolls that don't feel good. That don't feel good. C, cut them out ruthlessly. And I'm gonna share three ways to do that right now. Okay, so step one, look at the apps in your phone. I want you to open your phone, look at all the apps and notifications there. Some might be needed for your kid's school or your job. Some might not be. Some might be old. Some might be stupid. (laughs) Some might be unnecessary. Some might be life depleting. Go through all the apps and notifications and scrolls and I just want you to list out on a paper or in your mind the apps, the scrolls, the notifications that don't feel good, that don't feel good. This is an exercise that's all about you. It's not about who's sending the text, who's um, initiating the notification. This has nothing to do with anyone else but you. This is just a very subjective exercise. What doesn't feel good to you? What are the things that make you feel down? What are the things that make you feel like your marriage sucks? What are the things that make you feel less than, lacking, fat, ugly, unmotivated, or like you have such a low level of accomplishment in your life compared to all these other people out there in the magical world of Instagram in particular, right? Okay, so I'm gonna get real right now. Here are some of mine. Here are some of my things that just don't feel good that I've cut out. Following lifestyle accounts with unrealistic posts and super thin bodies. Following other life coaches on Instagram because I, again, this is about me, I tend to compare or see how I am or am not measuring up and that steals my joy. The apps that share updates on my podcast viewership because if it's high, I'm happy and if it's not, I'm down. I don't need that energy. Facebook notifications that I feel the need to clear when it's just unnecessary. Facebook groups that support my political convictions or social convictions, but every time I view the content, the posts really just rile me up and I end up wasting a lot of emotion. I know some of you relate to that. The family group text that dings every few hours, every single day, that I can just press mute. So list out in detail whatever just doesn't feel good. This is about you and how things hit you, and I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. So now that you've listed out all the interactions on your phone that don't serve you, we're gonna just cut them out ruthlessly. And I'm already hearing your first objection to this. No, I need this app. I need this alert. I need this. I need this. I need to know every single thing. But do you really? What is the cost? What are you trading? What is the trade-off? And always knowing everything that that Facebook group is posting. 
Almost always these apps or alerts or updates that you think you need are not necessary. For example, if you follow your kid's school on Facebook like I do and that's where you get all the school updates but some of the activities on that page really trigger you and upset you, is it really necessary to be on that Facebook page? Don't you have a friend you can text to see if anything earth shattering is going down at the school? Can't you just email the teacher? Are there other ways that you can get the info? So if the alerts are, if the alerts are helpful informationally, but not helpful emotionally, are there other ways you can get the info? Almost always the answer is yes. And I invite you to have the boldness to look into those other ways because it's really not that big of a deal. But it is a big deal to give away your emotional peace and joy so that you can get all the information all the time. So first and foremost, delete all the apps you don't need. Please do this now. Oh my gosh, my husband's phone, I could do a whole other episode on it, drives me crazy. He has, like, you know, you know the face of your, of your iPhone? You have to swipe like three times to get through my husband's phone. He has so many apps, and then he has little folders for different apps. Like, I love his social media folder. He calls it Time Waste. And that's where he has like Instagram and Facebook and all those other apps. But they're on different pages. It's totally disorganized. I mean, if you guys know me, you're like, oh my gosh, she could never handle that. But just delete what you don't need, please. Delete what you're not using. Delete what you don't need. Simplify the phone. Clear out the digital clutter. And guess what? If you think you need it later, you can just download the app again. It's really not that serious. But for now, just delete it. Purge, please. The second thing I want you to do, which is so huge, I want you to silence almost all of your notifications. Scary, right? You've got your red alarm bells going off now again. No, 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 no! Yeah. Here's how you do it. If you have an iPhone, go into your settings and then notifications. Okay, settings, notifications, and then that, that's gonna have a list of all of your apps. And so I want you to look at each app and you can click on each app and at the top where it says allow notifications, slide that to off. That's it. I have found for me, I need notifications on maybe three apps on my phone. I do not get notifications when I get a new email. I do not get notifications when I get a new Facebook message or notification there. I do not have notifications on for Instagram. I simply have notifications on for text, as you might imagine, phone calls, Marco Polo, where I talk to my sisters multiple times throughout the day and I love connecting that way, and Voxer for when my clients send me a message that I want to get to in a timely manner. So I have notifications off on almost every app. And when you install new apps, they usually by default have all notifications on. So if you wanna do this reset right now, go into that spot on your phone and just do some spring cleaning. Turn off all the notifications. A couple more of the apps that I do have notifications on on my phone, in addition to phone, calls, texts, Voxer, and Marco Polo, is the school app for my kids' class so I can see when the teachers do share things that we need and Calendly, which is where my clients make appointments, so I can see that right away. I do not have notifications for Instagram, Facebook, email, and so many others. Turn it all off. Your peace of mind is so much more important. 
Third, I want you to think about what it looks like to unfollow ruthlessly. Ruthlessly. I do a lot of unfollowing. And it has nothing to do with the other person. That's the important thing to remember, okay? Because that's the, that's the answer to the other objection I know you have. I feel bad or it's admitting that I'm dysfunctional if I unfollow someone or it's admitting something negative about myself if I can't handle seeing this person's posts, right? They could find out so many objections and I get them all. You've got to fight past those though. First of all, who cares about any of that if this is impacting your joy? Also, your unfollowing them has nothing to do with them. Give yourself the grace of unfollowing whatever doesn't feel good. I've been in this public space on She Just Glows for almost a decade now. And I have close friends and family who don't follow me for their own reasons. And I've had to realize that I don't need to take it personally. It really has more to do with them than me. And I'm not saying that to put them down. I'm just letting myself off the hook. When I unfollow that lifestyle blogger who's incredibly thin and just seeing her life, the way it hits me, I don't like how it feels. Here's the key. She's done nothing wrong. It's just that what she shares doesn't hit me right and I need a break from it, period. When people unfollow me, I don't let it bother me anymore. I used to, totally used to, but I don't let it bother me now because it's not about me, it's about them. It's about how it hits them. It doesn't mean my content is bad. It just means it doesn't hit them in a way that serves them and that's okay. So apply that in the reverse. Unfollow or mute, and you know what? They don't even have to know. When you silence a conversation on an iPhone, when you mute that family text thread, no one has to know. And again, I talk about this with clients and in so many episodes. Guys, the path to a joyful life absolutely includes a stop at, at, the, at the pit stop, which is called getting comfortable with disappointing others so you don't disappoint yourself. If it's costing your joy, that's too expensive. Stop getting bogged down by other people's posts. Just unfollow them. They literally don't even have to know. On Facebook, I think, I think you unfollow and they have no idea. On Instagram, I think it's called mute. And you can even like mute someone's stories and not their posts and vice versa. It's great. Take the step. Take the step and try it. Go through your Instagram feed and think about the posts that just don't feel good and go to that person's page and mute their posts for a while or mute their stories. It's okay. They will never know. Because here's the thing. Your joy is more important. Your joy is more important than not disappointing others. And these tiny habits are the biggest and fastest ways 
to find blessing in your every day by keeping your digital life pointing to the life you truly want in real life. So you can keep walking toward the life you truly deserve. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to SheJustGlows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.